They asked, Where will I spend eternity? Knowing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins is the most exciting news a person could ever hear. To realize that the God of the whole universe was punished for you is to say in the least overwhelming, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It takes more than just believing there is a God to secure salvation. The Bible says that even the demons in hell believe there is a God, and yet they will not be saved. Jesus said, unless you repent, you will likewise perish. The wages of sin is death, eternal separation from God. But the gift of God is eternal life with Christ Jesus our Lord. Your spirit and soul, which is you, never die. They were designed to live forever, but where you will go is your choice. He loves us so much that he would have died on the cross just for you. In reality, each one of us should have died on the cross for our own sins. He also did something that no religion or person or denomination has. He rose from the dead and after three days was seen by hundreds of witnesses. Have you ever met Jesus personally? The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If you acknowledge him and let it be known that Jesus is your Lord, and in your heart believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Let's ask him right now. Let's say this together. Father in heaven, I am convinced by your word that I am a lost sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ died for sinners and shed his blood to wash away my sins. Now I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and receive you into my heart. And with your help, make me a new person. I want to follow you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He has risen indeed. Has he risen in your life? Have you made that eternal decision where you will spend eternity? Don't put it off another moment. Today is the day of salvation. You can be set free today. And when you have made that in this greatest of all decisions, please let us know so that we may pray with you or answer any questions that you may have now that you have met Jesus Christ. Our text line is 218-461-0164, web address pgn.church. This is The Gospel Trail. Listen, I say listen. It's the voice of someone shouting. Clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys and level the mountains and the hills. Straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all, all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. O Zion, messengers of good news, shout from the mountaintop. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout it and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. So Satan comes and tries to take the word out of your heart, the word of God. If he is successful, he gets your joy because joy is a product of something that was spoken by God. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength, when you lose your joy, you become weak, you become helpless, unable to overcome. You become an open target for Satan's attacks. So remember what Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is your strength, Nehemiah 8, verse 10. God's word produces joy, and joy produces strength.
So here we are in the book of John 16, 22. And you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, says the Lord, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man can take away from you. We have seen that if no man can take your joy, neither can Satan. He does not have the legal right to do that unless you give him that right. So let's fill our cups with joy as we feast on the Word of God. You are listening to the Gospel Trail. So who's going to open in prayer? Come on, guys. And lady. Yeah, better it better be uh, one of you Southerners because uh, we're frozen up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking out One at, of the frozen chosen. I'm looking out at... Hey, I'm going to, well, that's, six that's and a half feet of snow. Meeting. Well, that's why you hear all this chattering. It's, uh, we're, it's we're, our teeth. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get him to turn the temperature up above 42. Well, but it's, we're not able to do that yet. No, no. And we got to we got to thaw out the door first so we can get out to the wood pile. Yeah. It's got too much frost on yeah, it. Yeah, we can't get wood because it's, the doors are all frozen. <laughs> oh, and you can't go out the front door because it's too deep to crawl around back. <clears throat> That's true. So. So who's opening oh, in prayer? I think I'm we need. I think in. we need help by, uh, yeah, somebody with a warmer, warmer heart, <laughs> warmer something. I can pray. We got a warm heart up here. Good. Thank you, Don. <laughs> Thanks, Don. <laughs> Father in heaven, we thank you for good friends, for friends that can laugh together and have joy together, and we thank you, Lord, that we can focus in on the Word and learn from you today. Help us to listen uh, to you, to hear your voice, to share what we hear, and to um, really just enjoy the time together. And may the people that are listening really see the joy of the Lord in what we say and what we do, and um, uh, may it be a, a wonderful occasion, and we'll give you the praise and the glory forever in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Don. Um, I read, I started reading, um, yeah, in my life, I just started reading. No, I've been, <laughs> been reading, I'm a, 
I'm a, uh, I read a lot and I journal a lot. And um, I came upon um, a devotional by Oswald Chambers. It's called My Utmost for His Highest. And uh, during the week, um, I'm, I'm prefacing what we're going to be speaking about in the letters today. Uh, it was on January 21st, and it says, Recall what God remembers. I re- this is from Jeremiah 2.2. I remember the kindness of thy youth. And uh, I'm just going to read it as uh, in its entirety because I underlined everything, of course. I'm an underliner. or a- That's right. Just read the underlined part. Yes, I will. Yeah, that's why uh, when we're looking at Ephesians, uh, everything is highlighted right. because there isn't anything <laughs> that is not important. Am I as spontaneously kind to God as I used to be? Or am I only expecting God to be kind to me? Am I full of the little things that cheer his heart over me? Or am I whimpering because things are going hardly with me? There is no joy in the soul that has forgotten what God prizes. It is a great thing to think that Jesus Christ has need of me. Give me to drink. How much kindness have I shown him this past week? I love these Mm. questions. Have I been kind to his reputation in my life? And his reputation is uh, always viewed with all of our interactions with everybody we meet. Right. Aren't we representing him? God is saying to his people, you are not in love with me now, but I remember the time when you were. I remember the love of thine espousals. Am, Am I as full of the extravagance of love to Jesus Christ as I was in the beginning when I went out of my way to prove my devotion to him? Does he find me recalling the time when I did not care for anything but himself? Am I there now, or have I become wise over loving him? Am I so in love with him that I take no account of where I go? Or am I watching for the respect due to me, weighing how much service I ought to give? If, as I recall what God remembers about me, I find he is not what he used to be to me, let it produce shame and humiliation, because that shame will bring the godly sorrow that works repentance. And, um, that's the end of the uh, that's the end of the devotion for, uh, and it's like you know that's one of those questions I always ask myself is am I spending time with him is he number one in my life am I spending time with him and learning from him and then going about telling people about him you know because that's what he's told me uh, uh, was uh, that's what he well, that's what he always tells me what to do am I uh, do I take any account uh, account of where I go? Am I being led by him or am I being led by Sandy? That's a question I always I always ask is like, is this where you want me to be? And that should be the question. Is this what you want me to say? Right. Is this what you want me to do? That's the overriding uh, desire in my heart is that I am pleasing to him. I'm actually pleasing to him. And when he looks down at me, I want him to say, Hey, there's my son. He's crazy, uh, but I love him, and uh, uh, I will use him because he wants to stay available. And that's what's the most important thing to me is that uh, I'm available to him, and he's number one in my life. And as uh, other listeners know, I'm going to be getting married in March, and it's like uh, um, uh, I met Pam on Match.com, and uh, which is kind of interesting anyway. I had to change my profile because I had all these people that were very strange uh, responding to me, and so I changed. Well, that's, yeah, that that's that's got to be an act of God for a man that doesn't even know how to use a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so right. You're so. <laughs> I mean, you know, stop God's it. in it. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. yeah, there's proof right there. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. So it was only when I changed my profile, and what I said in my profile, I said, everyone needs to know that the most important person in my life is Jesus Christ. Right. And when I said that, there were people that I was going to get together with that said, no, I don't want to get together with you. But as a result of that, I met a woman who, uh, that's what her desire was, is that she would meet a godly man that put Jesus Christ first. So that's a... That's a, 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 a short story Amen. short, but, you know, it was the right thing to do. And then I, I looked at uh, January 26, which is today, and um, the last uh, the last part of uh, 
the devotion, look again and consecrate. Uh, and I highlighted this. I didn't highlight the whole thing, but I highlighted this last sentence. Am I continually separating myself to c consider God every day of my life? Am I am I living in the world, but I'm not? But I'm separated from the world, and I'm separated unto Him. And those are good questions for me. It's a. Uh, I hope the listeners um, see the value in that. But it's like we have to question ourselves: is who are we living for, and what are we doing, and are we just spending time? You know, are we right. just are or, we or, or not just reciting Bible verses? But it it definitely states what you're doing is the right thing. Right. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, which is, uh, you know, the whole package, you know, seek Jesus. That's right. And uh, it says all these things will be added unto you. But all these things, meaning, you know, your life's going to be a lot, I, I'm not going to say easier, but blessed. It's going to be a, if you. Uh, it's going to be a lot fuller. Fuller. Because right. we were designed by him for a specific purpose. And that's right, why the body right. of Christ works together in every joint, it says, supplying the needs of the whole body because yeah. the eye is different from the arm and, the, and, and all of that. And uh, that's why we need to uh, abide in him. Right. We need to be in constant communication with him. And I, and I think, you know, looking for the right mate, um, you, you did the right thing. I mean, you put God first mm -hmm. and it, it's like a big jigsaw puzzle you know how many how many times are people matched with somebody there's a super rough edge there or it doesn't quite fit together but uh, you know I think you and Pam are just you know you completed the puzzle the missing piece you know that to the puzzle it you know it's been found yeah that's really exciting thank you for saying that because it's true you know that's why you don't want to you you don't want to satisfy or you don't want to settle for second best. No, no. You know, if we keep him first in our lives. And and sometimes we don't even know that we don't know that, yeah, that we don't know. Well, see, I, I got married my my, uh, my first marriage. Uh, uh, my wife died, um, boy, it'll be eight years ago now. Uh, but I wasn't a Christian when we got married. And... Uh, that makes for an interesting time. Well, there, yeah, there you go, and 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 we've heard some of the yeah the testimonies. Some, some of the testimonies of in the beginning. In the beginning, <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, there was a man and a woman. Yeah, a very and, dysfunctional. Well, missing missing that one part that yeah. they speak of in some marriages that uh, you know the God part. Right. Yeah, that's that's so you know, true. The third string in the cord. That's right. Yeah. A three chord strand cannot easily be, be broken. broken. And yeah. that's a quote from the Bible. That's true. Yeah. So do we have a um I wanted to I wanted to share those things because they really impacted on my life. Right. Uh, the things that I read this week. And that's why I want to stay fresh with that. And it's like any time I study or every any time I'm looking at something, it's like because he's given us the Holy Spirit. Right. And things resonate with us. It's like, ding, 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 ding. This is for you, Sandy. This is for you, Sandy. And so I want to share, um, and hopefully I'm not sharing that things are just for me, but I'm sharing things that will be helpful for all of our listeners about how we prioritize our life. And the, the best part of it is, uh, like I say, one of my favorite verses in, in the Word is, in His presence is fullness of joy. Yep. In his presence. So we need to stay in his presence. Now I'm getting revved up. Yep. We need to stay in his presence because that's where we have joy. That's where we have fulfillment. That's where we have victory. That's mm -hmm. where we have positive attitudes. That's where we can show kindness. All the fruits of the that's Spirit. That's right. And, it, and then it goes on to say, at his right hand, there are, I, I you know, it says pleasures, but I would say blessings forevermore. Forevermore. And it's it's just like when you and I get together, um, can you imagine getting together with with uh, Jesus? Oh, you know, um, stop like it. like what stop happens it, because stop it. because I mean a, a simple thing like here's coffee, here's my cup. Yeah, you see that I I got a clear one now, so I'm not hiding anything. But uh, coffee, you put put those into words. It says Christ offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere. Ooh, I love it. You're getting so, on to so, my, my acronyms. Well, thing. I mean, it's rubbing off. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just being in your presence. Oh. 
and the Holy Spirit in this room. Right. I mean, it brings up stuff like that. You know, a simple cup of coffee in the morning. Well, what are we doing when we're having that, having that first cup of coffee? Um, we're just sitting there uh, either staring at the wall. I don't know what some of them are thinking. But uh, wouldn't it be good to reflect on Christ who offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere? That is, With I just, love it. Just you made my on day. A cup, sip, you made my day right there. And Ron Johnson, my good friend, because we all have models. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when Paul says, "Imitate me, imitate That's right. me That's in right. my life." I'm starting to imitate you more than I'd like. Who are you talking to? <laughs> You know, no, the thing is, no, but, but that's what happens. And and then, you know, who's who's in your life? Yeah. Imitate Christ. Right. And I just want that to show. And it's like when you have that with a copy, that acronym is great. But it reminds me of Ron Johnson. Right. Because he would get up every morning and pour two cups of coffee, one for Jesus and one for him. Well, there and, you go. And he had coffee time with Jesus. Wow. Every morning. I and bet, what a way to start. Yeah. I bet you he has that... Uh, Christ offers forgiveness. It may be in this book. Maybe that's where I got it. Yeah, it's 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 great. I mean, you you made my day. You really made my day. So, do we have a do we have a um... we lost uh, we lost Don. He's having technical difficulties. Oh, his boy. his phone is now not connecting. So, I suppose we don't queue up because we did it last week. We had our road changed. We're on the gospel trail here, and. Uh, and we've been going, we, we were, we're doing 10 days um, celebrating the Word, which is the Bible. So anyway, we believe the Holy Spirit spoke last week. And if you listen to that podcast, it's about to be released. Um, I even state that in the beginning that, uh, you know, this, is, this was a turn that we made in the road. And because the Holy Spirit, we believe we should follow His leading and so we were on what six seventh day of the ten days of yes. celebrating the Bible. Well, basically now we're going on every day. <laughs> I mean, we're not putting numbers on it, yeah. and uh, we sort of took a turn. We were we were like blowing through the uh, Pauline letters or the uh, letters that the Apostle Paul wrote. Yeah, and the books. And the, you know, and, and I realized and it, was it got like ten. And I know, and it got so serious you can't do it justice. No, and so so that's that's why we're here today, um, trying to figure <laughs> figure out what we're, where we're supposed to be, but uh, no, we're just going to continue down and uh, follow the Holy Spirit. This is Brother Don, and for ten days we are celebrating the Bible. Today is the eighth of the ten days, and the topic is more letters. There are nine additional letters in the New Testament, although there is some question about whether two of them should be considered letters or not. The first book of the nine lists no author and does not have a greeting. It is the book of Hebrews. It resembles a classic form of Jewish writing called the Midrash, which refers to an interpretation of prior scripture. Hebrews uses a number of Old Testament passages that emphasize the centrality of Jesus in the Christian faith. While the book does not have a hall of fame, it does have a hall of faith found in chapter 11. Another important letter is that of James, which highlights the importance of right actions by Christians. You might consider it the counterpoint of Galatians. The two books of Peter speak of grace, faith, and false teaching. By reading these books, you will find the New Testament church was far from perfect. But you knew that. Three short books were written by John, appropriately named 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. 1st John is one of the most loved books of the Bible because it speaks at length about the importance of love. The second and third books of John are each only a chapter long and reveal John's application of 1 John. Then there is the tiny book of Jude. The name Jude is actually Judah, and it considers the important subject of false teachers. The New Testament concludes with Revelation. 
The name indicates that it is the revealing of Jesus. It is the other book that is a bit like a letter, but in places the signature or closing is at the wrong place. It's in chapter 1, and the greeting after comes after the signature. There is much to say about Revelation. Especially striking are the visions of the throne of God, the letters to the seven churches, and the new heaven and earth at the ending. The message of Revelation can be simplified to, We win! But it is also described as one of the most difficult books of the Bible to understand. Someone once said that Revelation talks about perfect peace that scholars like to fight about. And that concludes our summary of the entire Bible. It's just an outline, but it gives you an idea of what the Bible is all about. It's quite a landscape to behold, a landscape I hope you want to investigate. We will conclude this series by examining some of the themes of the Bible and finally looking at a timeline for the events in the Bible. The Lord bless you, guide you, and give you peace. Amen. Yeah, so I wanted, um, I was supposed to speak about Galatians and Ephesians, two letters that Paul wrote. Two letters today? Yeah. But but I'm not going to, because there's just too much. There's another fork in the road. There's just, well, it's, you know. They're not bad. I want to be on his path. That's right. And when you start, when you start reading the word, and you start reading these letters. I mean, I spoke about Galatians last week. Right. I spent some time on that. So I kind of focused on Ephesians this week. And um, and and you've heard the listeners have heard, and Kevin, you've heard where I, where I where I said uh, I'm a I'm a highlighter and an underliner in the Bible. Right. And um, so when I got to Ephesians, it's like everything is highlighted. It is so rich in information and direction and life-giving instruction that we need as Christians how to live our life right. and how Paul had to confront different things because, um, you know, so I would like to just start as, you know, just start in the beginning of the... of the Ephesians? Uh, in the beginning of Ephesians. And I'll never forget a pastor, a former pastor of mine said that was his favorite letter, the favorite scripture that is, that in is, the Bible. That is. And he said to me, he said, when you go through it, highlight everything that says all. Oh, yes. All. All. And all means all. All of us. All of us. Right. Yep. Yeah. So so I'm just going to start. I'm I'm not going to read verse by verse. Sure. But let me, yeah, let me explain one thing here for those who are new to this or new to Ephesians. Ephesians um, basically states the church as a body of Christ. You know, it's 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 the first, I guess, revelation written down for us that uh, basically describes the church, mm-hmm. and uh, we we often think the church is the brick on the brick and mortar thing on the corner, but when when in actuality it's the place where the church goes, you know, to worship God. So I mean, it would be called a temple or a sanctuary and a place to go to worship God. And and uh, and this was A.D. after death, um, sixty one or sixty two A.D. It was written, and Paul covers the spiritual privileges and responsibilities of the church, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's why that that one book is so important, if not all the books in the Bible. But that's that's been our problem here. Every every time we publish a podcast i go in the next room and i and i tell uh liz uh this is the best one we've ever done yet so here we go ephesians the best book we've ever studied yet right uh in the book paul firmly plants the cornerstone of our faith in the in in this powerful letter cementing the position and authority of the church over every other force in, in its few pages in it paul brings before every believer the mystery of the glory of Christ. The theme of Ephesians is that God will one day submit everything under the leadership of Jesus Christ. He is the head of the church and the fullness of God in human flesh. He gives his church extraordinary power to walk filled with the Holy Spirit, revealing the nature of God in all things. And I start out with uh, uh, just in chapter 1. 
um, uh, chapter 1, um, verse 1. I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus, the anointed one. That's the first all. And that's first a, all. That's, I, I'm writing them down here as we okay. speak. We go to verse 3. Everything heaven contains has already been lavished upon us. Think about that. Everything heaven contains has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. There it is, with all our hearts. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's like uh, if we're expecting to get more, he has given us everything. Everything. He has given us, he has given us everything. Um, and that's where I come with my acronym of, that's where I come with my acronym C-O-M-E, come. He says, come, follow me. Christ offered me everything or continually offers me everything. Right. Wow. You know, and that's, and that's yeah. what it is. And it's like, we don't need to ask for more. We need to see the revelation through the Holy Spirit as we read the word, because it's revealed to us how we are to live, how we are to treat each other, how we are to organize the church, mm-hmm. how we are to select leaders, and how we are to live. And that's what we, you know, that was my question when I wasn't a Christian is like, what, what is my purpose? Why am I here? I am Why here. Why am I here? Right. I am here uh, created in his image, Father God's image, to have communion with him because that's why he created me is to have that relationship with him. It's that simple. And that's yet yeah. we went against his rule. You know, he had one rule. Don't, don't eat from this fruit, the fruit of this tree. The one tree, the knowledge right, of right. good and evil. And so what did we do? Anytime somebody tells us, because we have free will. Somebody tells us not to. Well, that's what we do then. Right. That's what we do. And so what happened? And we, we compartmentalize it like that was Adam and Eve and that tree back then. Yeah. Yeah. How about um, me now? What? Where is that fruit today? Exactly. I mean, and what are we what are we eating of, you know, or taking into ourselves? You know, we have our, we have our mouth. We have all our senses. We have our eyes, our ears. And uh, we can consume things that we shouldn't be consuming. That's right. So we are a, the totality of whatever we hear, whatever right. we see, right? You know, and whatever we do, what we see people doing. That's 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 who we are. So who are we imitating? Who are we connected with? That's why I like John fifteen. See, I I got these rabbit trails because I just think about how it all fits together. Right. The Bible fits together. It says, "If you abide in me." If you abide if, in me, you will be able to do these things. If. How's that working if, for you? Yeah, if. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to think of the... the if. It's just a two-letter acronym there. But if. And so I uh, um, I do a little tree um, when, I, when I'm in the jail. And the tree... And I have all these branches on the tree. And there's no names on it. So I have the guys come in. Yep. And I, I write yep. down on the tree trunk... The main source I put down Jesus because he is our source and and the branches need to be connected to the source to the of source. life to the source of life. So I have them come in and I'm, I you know the Lord's told me have them do it every week. So they write their names on the branch branches. Well, well there you go. I mean yeah. why you know roll call. Yeah. Well, it, that's it's, it, it's, that's it. Where do you where do you fit in in this uh in God's kingdom. Exactly. And what happens if that branch is not connected to the source, which is the uh, the life of the of the trunk of the tree where all the nutrients are coming from? If you're not connected, and a, a guy said it uh, in the jail on Tuesday, he says, well, you wither and die. You wither and die. Well, if they, you're not connected to the source right. of life. They, and it's like, well, duh. That's why, that's why I call, they call it the tree of life. Exactly. Without the tree of life, what is there? Exactly. So here we go on. Here's verse five. Uh, and I and I hope the audience will just, I mean, it's like, it's all so important. That's why if we, we divide it up, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work well. So it's verse five, five, for it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children, all of us Ooh. to adopt us all again, so that his tremendous grace that cascades over us would bring him glory for the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus he has for us since we are now joined to christ we have been given the treasure of salvation by his blood the total cancellation of our sins all 
because of the oh. cascading riches of his grace. This superabundant grace is already powerfully working in us and flooding into every part of our being. That's that thing that I was reading about by my utmost for his highest. Am, you know, am I um, flooding, am I allowing him to flood into every part of my life? Or am I saying, no, you can't have this part of me? Am I saying no when he tells me to go? Am I doing that? Releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. That's the word of God. Practical wisdom and understanding. And through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us. The hidden mystery of his long-range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. And this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time. Every means every. Until the fulfillment of all the ages finally reaches its climax, when God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. Oh, all things. All things. All things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. So, pointing, we need to keep pointing to Jesus Christ because that's where all things are coming. This is why God selected and ordained us to be his own inheritance through our union with Christ. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny. Remember the verse, I knew you in the womb. And I had the plans right. in the womb. Wow, wow, wow. That we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the, per who were the first so long for the messianic hope, would be the first to believe in him and bring great praise and glory to God. And you who are not Jewish also heard the revelation of truth, the wonderful news of salvation, even though, and through him, faith rose up in your hearts to also believe in, in, in Jesus. So it's extended, it's extended from Jews to Gentiles. It's, 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 it's like, wow, extended to extended. all of us. Extended, yeah, and that, and that's to, yeah, that's to complete the all. That's right. Now the Holy Spirit has stamped and sealed every one of us every one of us, guaranteeing the rights of our covenant. He is given to us like an engagement ring is given to a bride, and me giving an engagement ring to my fiancé. Mm -hmm. This even became clear to me as the first installment of what's coming. Wow. He is our promise of hope, of a future inheritance for all who have been made alive in Christ. So there is the admonition, be made alive in Christ. All can be made alive in Christ. Right. You, you see how excited I am, and when I'm when I'm well, reading this, it's like it's it it yes yes the uh, it doesn't need to be highlighted. It's the illuminated word exactly. It just illuminates your mind and your soul. This hope promise seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. Because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your tender love toward all his devoted ones. So there's another instruction, being devoted, having love for all brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. Be devoted to that and have never stopped interceding for you. My heart is full of thanks to God for you, and I pray continually that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would unveil to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation through the fullness of being one with Christ. <laughs> This is just chapter one, and that's that's yeah, chapter one, and uh, yeah, and again he's 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 uh, um, painting a beautiful picture of the church, mm -hmm. which are his people, yeah, the bride of Christ. I love it. It's yeah. also referred to in the Bible as the bride of Christ, which mm -hmm. is hard for some to figure out because, like, I'm a guy, I'm not a bride, but as a whole, um, we are his people, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and yeah. this this is all the attributes of uh, what we should be. <laughs> and then Paul goes on to say, And I pray that you explore and experience for yourselves all the riches of this wealth that has been freely given to all his holy ones. That's talking about you and I, mm -hmm. all his holy ones. For you are his true inheritance. My prayer for you is that every moment you will experience the measureless power of God made available to you through faith. And verse 21, and now he is speaking about Jesus. And now he is exalted higher than all the thrones and principalities above every ruler and authority and above every realm of power there there is. 
He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. And everything now finds its essence in him. So everything that we are is in him. I mean, it's just, it just, everything always mm-hmm. points to Jesus Christ right. and glorifying right. him and being, and receiving the wealth in, of wisdom and the knowledge and the, and the life of joy in him uh, as we fulfill those things. And everything now finds its essence in him, and he alone is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. Yeah. You know, it's like, boom. Okay. <sighs> let I, that... Yeah, let, let that sink in. Yeah. Um, yeah, here's our resource center. Um, I don't see a book on my shelf. It's all in him. It's all in him. That's right. Everything is contained in his life. And I always go back to... He only does what he sees the Father doing and only says what the Father is saying. So he is representing God the Father. That's He's a part of the triune God. So if we want to get to know who God is, mm-hmm. get to know Jesus Christ and have that relationship with him and be unified, abide with him, and all these things, as we say before, all these things will be yeah. added unto us. So how, how do you explain the triune God? I hear the I hear a lot of people asking that question. That religion stuff, this, that, and then the Christians, uh, they have three gods. You know, I just can't wrap my head around that. And we say that, you know, we say about I mean, the trying God. I mean, we There's, say it. We say it like, like it's it's nothing, but it's it's everything. It is everything. And, and there are people that cannot. They'll they'll stop, and and that'll hinder their walk with Jesus or even the possibility possibility of meeting him. Because they can't understand the whole thing. But what did, what did Jesus say? You know, he says, if you've seen me, you've seen the, seen Father. the Father. That's right. And then, you know, it's, how can I say this simply? God the Father created everything. Right. In the beginning. He created everything. He created the universe. He created the planets. He created right. the stars. Everything. Everything, everything. was created. He created, he created time so that he could give us life. He created matter so we'd, there'd be a place to stand on. Mm-hmm. And he stood on nothing and created everything. Mm. I mean, it's it's just so. So if a person is that a person or God is, why couldn't he be in three different places at the same time? Exactly. So we know the story of Adam and Eve. Right. We know about the sin or not being obedient to what God had said. So because of that, they were thrown out of the garden. Right. And then right. man had to toil. He had to toil with the soil and all of yep. that. And women were going to have problems in birth. Right. That was was stated as a result of that. But the most important part is they were separated from God. Separated, separated. from God. And, that, and, and, that's, and that's, that's how the Bible describes hell. Eternal separation from God. Mm-hmm. Forget about fire and brimstone and all these scary stories. What's scarier yet is eternal separation from God. I'm going to tear up. I'm there, just thinking about that. I mean, as like me not having communion with God the Father or speaking with Him. That's separate. Oh, I. It just can't. Separated. It's not going to happen here. Uh, just <laughs> no. I can't think of anything worse than that. So, but then, but then, God made a way, and God made a way through Jesus. You want to just right. share about that? Is like why? Why did? Why did Jesus have to come? This is a great. I mean, have we planned this? No. no, we haven't planned this. So it was God's plan after yeah. we God's were plan. separated from God. Right. And 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 I'm sure he's all-knowing and saw this happen in the future. I mean, he planned the whole thing. He gave man free will. He gave us free will. That's why there's sin in the world That's today. Right. It's, a, it's a decision. Are we going to follow God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you or are we going to follow, follow sin the sin route and uh and that's and that's that's like when you come you came into revelation god was there i mean you you talked about your first marriage where you know there were there was you the uh a counselor and and your wife and you know your your future and history or your future which is now history um, could have been totally different if God had not entered the room. Oh, I, man. So why did you have to say that? I mean, it's but it's so true. But it's it's a, it's the same on the global scale yeah. of of uh, that 
God entered the earth through a woman and just so that he could be brought up as we are so we can relate to him, God with skin on, you know, as some have said. Right. But never sinning, without no, sin, no, pure without before sin, God, which is sin. what the beginning was. Adam and Eve were that. That's the way they were in the beginning. They were right. without sin. They were created. They were without sin. Oh. You know, they were clueless. And then they started saying, thinking, uh, hey, what about this? What about that? You know, without checking with God the Father first. Wow. I like that. You know, forget about all these other snake stories and different things, but it didn't check with the Father first. Yeah. Now, who do we seek? Who do we go to? Who Who's our go-to? Well, seek him first. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> Pray first. You've seen those signs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jesus came into the world. Right. Immaculate conception. Mary that's... being, being um, impregnated with the Holy Spirit. With the, by, or by the Holy Spirit or... Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, think I mean, if, about that. If God can, you know, speak things into existence, he can, I mean, that totally can happen. And it did. That's, that's exactly right. It did. And so he lived among us. He grew up as a, as a little boy, you know, he grew that's up right. and he wasn't uh, normal uh, in some yep. ways. Well, a carpenter's son. Yeah. I'm um, learning the trade. Yeah. You know, scraping his fingers, getting slivers, um, just just to be you know to grow up and become one of us mm -hmm. like you said so as we, an example though. so we could relate to him because he right. was god right. made right. in the flesh right. he was he was a human being and he dwelt among us he walked among us and he began teaching he began teaching what the father was telling him to speak right and what and he started to do the things that no one had ever done before and the religious people were going like how does he know all this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> How does he know all this stuff? Well, he knows. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He is God, mm -hmm. because uh, that's how you have three in one. He just happened to be down here on earth. That's right. And God loved us so much. Right. That he was willing to sacrifice his son brutally. Right. Killed well, and crucified. What is, what is a son but part of yourself? Yeah. Um. I can just tear up thinking about my son, you know, um, if that was him. It, it's, you know, a father loves his son. I mean, beyond anything I can think of. And it's just, uh, you know, we hurt when they fall. We run to pick them up, you know, oftentimes do anything for them. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll probably do too much for them. Um, God, God's the same way. And yeah. he's a god of feelings. He's a god of of love, and uh, and that in that shows us that uh, um, Jesus going to the cross, how emotional that must have been in heaven. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine that. So I, you know, and then and then why, you know, right? Why was he there? And I'm thinking about when when John the Baptist baptized Jesus. Hmm. And, and what did God say? Right. Yeah. What, the, what did He say? The Bible, the Bible says, and and it and it was a. That's how much it meant to God the Father that a voice came from heaven, and everybody was there. There's witnesses. It's hmm. written down in history that uh, this is my son. Listen to him. Right. Yeah. Listen to him. This is my son. So there's there's the first two. Uh, right. The, the first two bodies of. Of the triune God, there's God the Father, there's Jesus His Son, right, and then before Jesus left, He said, "I will send the Comforter." That's right. He said that to all all His followers that thought what, what, yeah, Jesus what, is dead. Yeah, and what are we going to do now? And what are we going to do now? But then uh, the the difference between Him and all the other so-called great men or people to follow or Religion, some religions, um, he rose again from the dead and walked on the earth and talked to the same people that followed him before he was crucified. Mm -hmm. For I think it's uh, 40 days, and he, and, and he appeared to hundreds of people. Right. You know, and that's all documented. Eyewitness accounts. 
eyewitness accounts. And not just in the Bible, in the local news or exactly. scribes that would document things. Right. Yeah, so then uh, he says before he's leaving, because he knows what all the disciples and all the followers of his followers will need to live a life that is pleasing to God and that will reveal more truths and things. Mm. He said, I will send you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will lead and guide you uh, and open up his word and open right. up revelations that you need and give you the power to have an overcoming life. The Holy Spirit right. being that person, that the, the third person of the triune God, has it makes it possible us possible for us to have the strength and the power to do all the things that Jesus did and to give us the strength that we need. He says, I will send you the comforter. And we all need a comforter. We all, we all need, need a, a comforter, comforter. Right. Because we're all going through different yeah, I can get I think off. I think that yeah, and it and and I think our language, that's why the Bible was comes from the Greek and Hebrew and other languages. I mean he said he'd send a paraclete. And and if you go through that word and pick it apart and yeah. look at where it came from and you know, it's some someone that'll stick this close to you. I, I even fail in my interpretation because I haven't looked at at the at the Greek for a while, but it's it's a helper that will stick with you, mm -hmm. and it's there to help. Yeah, I go I go along so, with that. Like so so yeah. So get in your car and take off. Well, do you realize that that helper is with you even while you're driving? And that's why you know that's why uh, John says in his book, you know, in John fifteen about abiding in Him. That is the Paraclete. Right. We are one with him. We are one. We are not separated. I love that. There we go. That's the word for the day because Ephesians is all about unity in the body too. Unity in the body. Unity in the right. body. Right. Being unified with one another and being unified under the lordship of Jesus Christ. So finishing up um, uh, the, the third person of the yep. triune God, well, that's what the yep. Holy Spirit is for. It's a Greek term and it's for advocate or helper. The Holy Spirit is there. And, it, and the Bible also talks about Jesus as our advocate. And it, they're all they're all one and sits at the right hand of God, rebuking the devil, saying, no, he's not like that. He's my son. He's my daughter. And he's been following me. And I have died for his sins that, uh, you know, that mm -hmm. we shouldn't be beating ourselves up mm -hmm. for our past. That's right. And that's what the devil and everyone that's being used by the devil will bring up our, our past. And I always say, yep, that's the way I was, but yep. not anymore, because now he said, this is my beloved son. He is a part of my inheritance and I love him. And the thing is, uh, what did Jesus say when he when he when he left? He says, I want you to gather again in Jerusalem uh, the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. Oh, yes. And yep. blew on them and spoke. I mean, it was like all these people spoke in different languages right? than that they didn't even know, but it was the same message to everybody. And everyone understood. And, and, everyone that, understood. and that's just God showing his power in that situation. Mm -hmm. So that's what the Holy Spirit does. So we need all three. We need to know God the Father. We need to know him. And we know him through, the, through his son, Jesus Christ, because as it says, uh, he is the only way uh, to Father God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father, Father God, except through Him. And the Holy Spirit reveals to us. I always pray when I'm uh, when I'm reading the Word. Is okay, Holy Spirit. What do you want me to learn about this portion of Scripture today? And that's right. what he, that's what He does. Parakletos is a verbal ad adjective often used of one called to help in a law court. So, so if you hear someone accusing you and bringing up your past, could it be Satan? How true that is. How, how true that is. And that's why I like Paul's book to well, the Well, that's Romans. why you have a paraclete and an advocate. That's right. In he, Christ Jesus. He's because, our advocate. That's right. He's the best advocate. There's no one that can speak against the truth. They no. try. No. They right, try right. and they twist and they and they twist things. That's why I like every uh, day you can 
hear the truth twisted for personal yeah. gain or power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, 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 for getting readership or ridership or listeners yep. and stuff. Or, you know, that's or why for I like, self. Yeah, for that's self. why I like Romans eight one. For therefore, there is no condemnation. No condemnation. No, none. Nothing. It's all been wiped clean. As now, therefore, read about. no none. I mean, it's. I think that was a song too. Right. So are we going to, let's see, how far are we going to get today, guys? We did, uh, we got one chapter in. What? No, oh, well, we got a, well, we got some rabble on the, rabble, rabble. Um, yeah, we're hour and three minutes. Let's wrap it up. That's like they I think, said to me, I think we better... 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, would you would you end in <laughs> prayer, Sandy, for 30? So we've just, only just... Yeah, let's end in prayer for the next uh, 45 minutes. Yeah, right? we've... <laughs> We, you know, this is the song too. We've only just begun. That's we've right. only just begun, and that's how rich, you know. I I would encourage readers. I I don't want to stop there. We've with, only with just Ephesians, begun with just the well, first chapter because there's so much. I well, mean, see, see now we went from yeah we we went from yeah we're focusing yeah we're focusing we got uh, yeah focused. The thing is, and I do feel focused. I believe this is what the Lord wants us to do because there. Uh, his word, like I said, I've got it all highlighted, the, right, the entire right. letter. So readers, read what it says. We'll start with chapter 2 because there's a lot more alls in the rest of Ephesians. That's right. And there's a lot of tremendous instruction about how the church, you know, how a husband is supposed to relate to his wife. You know, uh, the leadership positions in a church, how we are to be kind. You know, and it, it talks about the people that aren't going to inherit the kingdom. And right. we need to know what that is. And what are the fruits of the Spirit? What are the things that we need to know? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited. I believe we covered what we needed to today. I didn't know we I were going to be talking about the triune God. I didn't either. But that, that helps me. That was, yeah. You know, and, and that, I, was, you that know, was brought up by, yeah, people off the Internet wondering what is, uh, I can't get my, wrap myself around that. But right. that's, that's what we're trying to do here is, uh, um, show you in real time, real life, how God works in our lives. Right. And the thing is, as I always say to other people when I'm uh, talking about things, I said, check it out in the Word. You know, don't go by what Sandy says. Check it out in the Word. And That's see, right. Check it and, out. And, and see and see what it says. Well, ask, um, yeah, may I introduce the Holy Spirit mm. who is with you? And uh, when you open that book, just uh, ask him. Um, to help you read that, ask him to highlight it, make ask him to illuminate mm -hmm. the scriptures, and it it jumps off the page. Mm -hmm. Like you see, you get excited, you start highlighting stuff that means something to you, and and then maybe go back a, a year later and page through and start reading the highlights, and it just it just makes it so alive. It's always different, you know. I'm learning continuously. It's not like. You know, and I'm I'm going to be 73 years old, and actually, uh, listeners should be aware, it was on uh, two days from now, January 28th, was when the Lord spoke to me, uh, where I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ, when right. he spoke to me in that counseling session. Do not harden your heart, Sandy. Right. Because I had a heart of stone, because we don't have a heart of flesh until we are united with the giver of all life. Yep. Until we are united with that, and see that was that that day where where uh, God was putting that puzzle piece together, and it didn't quite fit. So that's where we get back to that tree of life. He had to do a little pruning on you that day, a lot of pruning, and uh, and then things fit together. And that was a that was an awesome marriage, right? But he is, you know, the thing is, he is faithful, and he will. Um, and the thing is, we you know we've been studying in uh, at the church I'm going to uh, also is that remembering folks, all you listeners out there, is that he is sovereign. He is in control. No matter what we see mm -hmm. with our natural eyes and what's going on in the world, he is still in control. God is he in control. Is the is. rock that we can stand on and we can go to every moment of every day of our lives. Right. And it's so. going to turn out his way, as stated in the Bible. That's right. Um, yeah, his ways are not my ways. That's right. But like it he, will turn out his way that's as right. we go along. Yeah, because it's going to be that way. So why don't you, uh, Kevin, why don't you end in prayer? 
and um, we'll welcome the listeners. Give them the telephone number. Uh, oh yeah, I'd, I'd love to get you know we'd love to get reactions. And uh, there's so much more exciting um, verses in um, in uh, in Ephesians to cover. It is. I mean, it's like there's there's so much. That's why I'm glad that you're um, uh, that we're listening to the to the Holy Spirit to continue on because I you know that's why it'd be good to get feedback. But this is great stuff. Mm-hmm. In living a life that is worth living, and my life is only worth living if I'm doing the things that he has called Sandy to do. As I say to the people in the jail, uh, we all have different roles in the body of Christ, and you will reach people that I won't reach. Right. Kevin will reach people I don't. I, I won't reach. That's why we love this internet, because we can put this out here, and that's why uh, getting any feedback well, would be just, greatly just appreciated. Just think of the, this huge network. It's, you know, to the uttermost parts of the earth. And now they're putting satellites up so that uh, Wi-Fi is available on the mountaintop. Wow. That's so wherever you are. That's right. So why don't you end in prayer, brother? So one of the, so one of the feedback, yeah. feedback was, uh, you know, how can I wrap my arms around a triune God? And uh, one of the things that was described at one of the preachers I was listening to, he likened it to an an egg. I mean, you have a shell, you have the white, and you have the yolk. There's three parts. And if you take those parts and put the shells in the, in the garbage, in the garbage like we do, if you separate the yolk from the white, it's, it's still an egg. You know, it's three parts make one egg. And, uh, and I hope that helps somebody. But otherwise, I hope our discussion earlier helped. You know, God, God's helper, the, the paraclete, the advocate. Advocate meaning, uh, yeah, you, if, if you ever went to court, you needed an ab- advocate. That's right. And uh, Satan believes he has a legal right, you know, to mess with us or whatever, he, whatever happens, whatever he's doing, because he says because man sinned and uh, we live in a fallen world. Jesus, the Holy Spirit... And God the Father, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You know, if you've heard me, you've heard the Father because I speak of nothing except what the Father says. That's what Jesus said, and that's what the Holy Spirit says. And he always points to God. Yeah. I mean, if you Jesus you're, always if, points to God. And if the Holy Spirit well, the always Holy Spirit, points to yeah, points to Jesus. If you've uh, you're listening to that rabble going on in your ear, and it's not coming from your earbud, listening to one of our uh, Gospel Trail podcasts, webcasts, um, it you know could it be Satan? That's right. In, in realizing again, as a uh, you know before you even um, um, uh, end in prayer, yeah. realizing that God sent His Son Jesus so that we would not be separated from him any longer. Right. It's real simple. That's why he right. came to take... He paid the price. So there is no legal there hold is on us. No legal He's hold. He's paid the price. Thank no you, legal Lord. hold. There you go. That's what, what, that's what I was trying to get at. That's freedom. That's freedom. why he came to bring us freedom. Set us free. Therefore, there is no condemnation that we are free in him. There is no other freedom. He there is, is no the freedom. only freedom that exists. Everything else, there's a price to pay. He paid the price for our freedom. That's right. And to reestablish that relationship with God the Father so I can walk and speak right. with God the Father in the cool yeah. of the evening. And and uh, all y'all are listening to prayer in action because uh, those words came directly from the Spirit as we were trying to wind this thing up. But Lord, we thank you that Thank you. you are our advocate. You are our paraclete. Um, you were there in the beginning, and there is only eternity to look forward to. And mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you that we may follow you. The Holy Spirit is here to help us and guide us along that path. And as we look at, at it here, it's the, that path down the gospel trail, because we are we are reading the book of truth, the book of life, and it, it just illuminates when we open it up on these Thursdays. And we ourselves are seeing things we have never seen before. Or it stirs up that gift that God has placed in us. And we just pray that 
we've stirred up that gift that God has placed in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And the number to call to to uh, to uh, ask us questions that we can address in our next podcast, like like I can't wrap my head around a triune God, is our text line, 218-461-0164. That's 218-461-0164. Our text line, and it goes right to our podcast host. So bless all you readers. Uh, live in communion with Jesus Christ uh, and with God the Father. Um, that's our that's our prayer. We just pray for safety for everyone. Grow in Him because He wants you to grow and He wants you to produce fruit and more fruit. And more fruit. Next time you pour a cup of coffee, just uh, think of what coffee stands for. Christ offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere. You see my coffee cup here. There's no writing on it. That's not where we want to put God in your life. We don't want to put him on a bumper sticker. We don't want to put him on a meme on on the internet. We want to put him on your heart. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, all you listeners. Um, be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hear Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as PGN.Church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations. 